What's up, y'all? And I'm back again. It's the Mixtape Mama, and I am coming through loud, proud, and through your speakers here with an episode for another hot podcast topic. I know you guys enjoy the fact that I give it to you real, unedited, unfiltered, and like it is. So I just want to go ahead and delve into things today. So my topic today is very simple. What we're going to be talking about today is working and the reason why I want to talk about that is because I do have another business outside of my podcast uh it is called vital virtual 916 I am the employment coach most of my friends will tell you that I can find a job secure a job work that job until I don't feel like working that job anymore find a new one before that job is even over and I take that as a skill that I need to share with the world because there are so many people in our world who are unemployed, um, looking for jobs, trying to change careers, maybe trying to do something different. So today, without yelling too much, I've been going back and forth on what my podcast topic should be, but I thought that I should give you a little bit more information about the things that I do outside of this, things that you will hear about in segments as well. Uh, So Vital Virtual 916, uh, simply put, offers help, right? Housing, employment, life, professional services. Um, What this just means is that the platform for Vital Virtual 916 is to make sure that it can attack every part of your life to make you the most self-sufficient person that you can be because working is a part of it. And should you choose to be an employee, you definitely want to hit me up to handle all of your resume needs, all of your cover letters, all of your thank you letters after the interview. And those are the things that I want to talk about today. My topic today is going to be a part of a series of getting the job. Um... I want to make sure that I can get this information to the masses because it's very important in the times in which that we're in. I live in Sacramento, California. We're going through a housing crisis. Um, housing crises usually start because the foundation of it is either unemployment or the employment itself is not sufficient. Um, and so that's how you get into a crisis with housing. You can't pay your bills and things of that nature. So... When it comes to employment, employment is important if you want to be an employee. And please trust me and understand, I'm going to do a slight shout out right now. If you're looking to start your own business, though, let me link you with my girl, Brittany Michelle. She is the owner operator of Fly Girls XO and her success center. She has built her brand as an entrepreneur and she has excelled. She has things that work. So if you're looking into that, you can in the comments, put down there, hey, link me, because I will do it. Um, but I digress. So going into our episode, the three things we're going to cover today, three topics, resumes, cover letters, thank you letters. Not in that order, because that's not the order that they go. So the first thing that we want to go with is going to be the cover letter. A cover letter is like, think of it like your intro. You know what I'm saying? Like your intro to your whole album. Like, an overview for what it is that you're trying to do. So when I say, hey, send a cover letter, or when somebody requests a cover letter with your resume, 
what you're doing is you're going to take this one page and put your skills, attributes, achievements, synopsis about yourself, and make sure you include the position that you're applying for, for personalization. A few things with cover letters, and if you have a pen and paper, you're going to want to write this down. Uh, The first thing is making sure that you're keeping it to a page. The second thing is making sure you're not telling a story. Um, Meaning like, you don't want a bunch of run-on sentences. You don't want to tell an employer, my favorite color is pink and I like long walks in the park. That's not relevant information for the employment that you're trying to seek. Or if it is, then please do include that in a cover letter because I have seen employers that are looking more so at your character sometimes in a cover letter because they want to know, you know, what kind of person it is that they're getting. So what I say is definitely you want to make sure that you put a page, your attributes, your accomplishments, um, the things that you are good at doing. That's going to be the most important thing for a cover letter. Also making sure there are general cover letters. General cover letters are going to cover your general skills that you have. General skills may be things like customer service, uh, Microsoft Word, um, administrative skills, things of that nature. Just it's a general overview. It literally usually starts to whom it may concern. And it's almost it's just your introduction. Okay. Now, a cover letter, a personalized cover letter. And trust me when I say a cover letter like a look at me now, which would be the name of the cover letter on my business side if you need to get one. The cover letter that is going to get you the job is personalized, is specific, it puts you on a platform, and it lets the employer know that you do know things about the company. And trust me when I say, one would say, well, how do you put all of this information in one page, still make yourself look good? That's what I'm here for. That's what Vital Virtual is for. It's to not only to do those things for you initially, but teach you those skills to take into the masses, okay? I'm an employment coach. I believe in working with the employee so that they can A, stay employed, B, get employed, and let their family and friends be employed as well with the skill set that I have taught them, okay? So that's, that's as far as cover letters are concerned. Now, second thing. The next thing, the resume. The resume is so important. On my site, I call it the party starter resume. That's the package that you'll want to get, okay? Now, obviously, you could do a resume revamp. We can revamp what you already have. Um, and that's fine. See, because most of the time, most people, you have your resume. And we take our resume. Most young people... The first time they ever did a resume probably was in high school. And it's so funny, high school or early college. And all they've done is taken that resume and added to it. And that's great. If you want to look at your overview of jobs that you've had the entire duration of your life, by all means, yes. Please do so. However, please understand, with a resume, an employer is only looking for relevance. Relevance and transparency, meaning relevance to the position of which that you are applying for. Transparency in a sense of what are you capable of doing? And I need you to be short, sweet, and to the point. So again, your resume should be a page, okay? Now, there are different resume styles. And again, it's really just going to depend on what it is that you're applying for. 
what the employer is looking for and what is it that you're trying to put out there. Now, I do strongly suggest, like myself, I have held jobs in multiple different fields, so I have resumes for different fields. When it's a customer service job, when an employer looks at my customer service resume, my customer service resume is only giving my breakdown of the jobs that I have held in customer service. Any gaps in employment are explained on my resume in a short sentence at the bottom, not in between the chronological order of the positions of which that I have held. I also let employers know in my cover letter, this is how my cover letter and my resume tie in when it has to, let them know that any gaps in employment can be discussed at the interview. That is transparency. That is putting all those things out there, period, point blank, okay? Now, when it comes to your resume itself and the body of it, now I don't wanna get too much into it because like I said, I want to make sure that I'm able to expand on this. If anybody has any questions, comments, or concerns, the reason why I'm not reading any resumes or cover letters is because I have a business and this is what I do. So if you want my verbiage, then hit me up. There's a page on Facebook, Vital Virtual 916. There's a page on Instagram, Vital Virtual 916. I can also be contacted at vitalvirtual916 at yahoo.com for our business inquiries and found on LinkedIn. But that's either here or there. So back to the resume. So with the resume, a lot of people, you can do your resume a couple of different ways. Most individuals do their resume based on the responsibilities that they held and the positions that they were in. However, the secondary way that you can do your resume is going to be your achievements based on the positions that you were in. Now, the issue between the two is that a lot of the times, some of the times, is that you don't necessarily have a long list of achievements with an employer, right? So when it comes to, when it comes to those two things, I like to keep them together by saying, Number your bullet points, okay? Remember, we want the resume to stay a page, right? So whether you're gonna do accomplishments or responsibilities, you're gonna wanna limit your points of your position anywhere between three and four bullet points, okay? And I say between three and four, four being a perfect number because what you can do, if you're gonna do four bullet points in an achievement-based resume, I would urge you, based on the position in which that you held, to put your quarterly achievements along with the dates of which that you acquired them. Be that certifications in that employer, be that uh, being a trainer or anything like that. Um, if you were set to cross train, anything like that, those are achievements in employment. Um, if it's responsibilities, I say also still try to limit yourself to no more than four bullet points of your major responsibilities, okay? Major responsibilities. And wording is everything between the two for achievements and responsibilities. Prime example, my very first job, I was 16 years old, I worked at Carowinds. They are now Cedar Fair in Charlotte, North Carolina. But for a long time, on my resume, before I knew any better, it would say um, cash register or um, cash handling, right? 
Okay, and that's fine. Because the fact of the matter is, is that I was handling cash. I was on a cash register. But that sounds so blah to an employer. So when I say about verbiage, it's all about your synonyms that you utilize in order to get your point across. Um, now my resume says processing POS transactions via a card or whatever the method of payment is. I'm not looking at my resume verbatim, but it says something to that effect. The cash register, the cash handling, those basic words, I have totally taken them out, okay? Because again, I do recognize that it's about the words that you use, okay? Also, another thing when it comes to the resume, the second thing when it comes to the resume, your dates, your dates. Some people are awesome on when they work somewhere to the day, okay? To the day. And they will say, oh, I stopped working here October the 6th, 2017. I started working here November the 9th, 2012. And I think that's great. However, I have found in my findings that I much prefer my time at an employer to be something we discuss during the interview than to be something that deters you from even going forward with my application. So what that means, if you're asking, is that instead of saying, ah, uh, I'm gonna put 11, instead of saying the exact date, I'm gonna put that I work somewhere from 2012 to 2017. When you look at that, you see immediately there's commitment. There's a period of time in which this person committed here. There's nothing else on your resume at that time that says, and I hate to say it, say you started working somewhere in December of December of any year. Well, you use 2018. You start working there in February of 2019. 2018 to 2019 is going to have a recruiter pick your resume, call you in for an interview. 12, 2018 to 02, 2019, that's it, February, right? To 02, 2019 is going to put your resume at the bottom of the pile. And this is not lying. This is transparency. Okay? It's all about how you're wording things, how you're putting them, and what they look like. Okay? So that's as far as that's concerned with the dates. So once you get past the dates, another thing that you want to look at is going to be location. So where did you work? What city and state? That's all it has to be. City and state of which that you had employment. And what you'll want to do is just literally put the city and state right there. Charlotte, North Carolina, Sacramento, California, Roseville, California, uh, Bronx, New York, whatever it is, just city and state, period. And when I say city and state, city and state is applicable to all parts of your resume, okay? And I do this personally for a safety issue uh, (laughs) because, you know, you don't know where your resume sometimes winds up, um, number one. And then my secondary thing is that I do it because... 
I have been in a situation where I have lived other places and been applying for jobs that I'm moving to. I'd rather just put the city and state, either A, of which that I'm in, with a note on my resume that says that I'm willing to relocate, or put the city and state of which that I'm applying. So even though they might see a foreign number, which is something that we'll talk about, a foreign number in conjunction with the city and state, they won't be so taken aback and may still feel compelled to pull my resume for an interview. Because that is where we're trying to go when we submit our resume to employers, is for an interview. So um, that's the biggest thing. So when it comes down to your resume, if I had to look at it from top to bottom, you're going to want to make sure that you place your first and last name. You want to make sure that your city and state is on there, a telephone number, a professional email address. If you don't have one, get one. Like, and when I say a professional email address, I'm talking maybe your first initial last Okay, and so lastly, I'm coming to you guys to talk about thank you letters. So with thank you letters, we want to make sure that when we are sending a thank you letter, we are sending it immediately after an interview to the interviewer because we want to make sure that we are thanking them for giving us some of their time to sit down meet with us and speak about our accomplishments and the duties that we have held in different positions now the biggest thing about this thank you letter though is making sure that said thank you letter is not repeating the information in your resume not repeating the information in your cover letter but that it's a recap to your conversation and that you are thanking the individual of which that you dealt with for their time and i want to make sure that I make myself clear. When you send that thank you letter to the interviewer, you know, you want to make sure that you're personal about it. Good afternoon, dear Mr. Miss, Mrs. Whomever, please make sure you use the correct surname. You don't want to insult a woman that isn't married. You don't want to insult a woman that is. You don't want to insult anyone ever. Um, dear them, you want to make sure that you recap yourself recap you guys this conversation just so that they know hey thank you for your time on that interview just wanted to remind you again of who i am and if you feel like i can meet your needs in this position that you have available feel free to welcome yourself into contacting me what this does is put the ball in their court it puts the ball back in their court because what you have to understand is that before then, you guys are playing a game much like sports. You guys are back and forth. When you submit your resume, first off, let's say when it starts. When they post the job, the ball's in their court. You submit the resume, boom, you pass it back to them. It's like they posted the job, pass it to you, you submitted your resume, pass it to them. They called you for an interview, boom, pass it back to you. You confirmed you came, right? And most people leave the game at a standstill after that point. And that's not what you wanna do. You wanna pass the ball back to them, okay? Because they're the ones making the decision, okay? They're the ones making the decision, but when you send a thank you letter, you are sending them their decision. 
sending them the choice to choose you. There is a vast majority of individuals that don't send thank you letters after interviews. And I can tell you, I have been sending thank you letters after interviews since 2014. Okay, doing everything else, but since 2014, again, I can be transparent. And every single time I've sent a thank you letter, I've always either A, had an additional conversation with an employer in terms of, man, uh, this is different. Maybe you could do this, even though you wanted to do this. Would you be interested in this? Or just getting a job. And for a lot of us, that is what you're trying to do. And so today, I just wanted to take the time again to go over my business, Vital Virtual 916. Again, you can follow us on Instagram, Vital Virtual 916. Follow on Facebook, Vital Virtual 916. Book your appointment, get your resume, your cover letter, your thank you letter, and a host multitude of other things there um, because I am a writer by trade, and so I do know how to use my words. Um, but I want to bring this episode to a close and make sure that I'm hitting on a few different points that is, even if you didn't listen to the whole thing, you'll get the meat and stuff at the end um so just to recap my name is the mixtape mama i also own vital virtual 916 i am an employee coach and i focus on developing the employee for employment as a whole the things that we talked about today were the three things that you need to get the ball rolling your resume, your cover letter, your thank you note. All these things to make sure that you can not only get the job that you want, that you desire, but to get the job that you deserve so that you can live the life that you want. So I urge you, take everything I said today and a grain of salt. If you got any questions, concerns, if you want to just talk to me about your resume, you want to talk to me about employment, uh, just because I'm in Cali doesn't mean that I cannot help you elsewhere. So keep that in mind. Uh, you can rate, review, subscribe here. You can email me at vitalvirtual916 at yahoo.com. You know, I'll get you there or a DM on Facebook or Instagram will also get you connected with me. And again, uh, questions are free. So ask. Ask them, ask them, ask them. Again, into developing the person. So once again, this has been the Mixtape Mama. I surely do hope that you guys enjoyed this token of education today that is going to help you live your best life every damn day. And also remember in the beginning of the episode, I just want to go ahead and shout out Created by BMC. Her success center. If you're looking for any entrepreneurial opportunities and you just don't know where to start, rate, review, subscribe. I will post her link as well. You guys are amazing. I thank you so much for listening. Consistency is key going forward. Once again, I'm the Mixtape Mama and I'm out. Thank you.